Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 23. This chapter is entitled, The Righteous Branch. And of course, it is talking about Jesus. It says, Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture. That's in direct contrast to who Jesus is, the good shepherd. It says, Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to the shepherds who tend my people. Because you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed care on them, I will bestow punishment on you for the evil you have done, declares the Lord. So then he goes on to say, I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to the pasture where they will be fruitful and increase in number. And this is a foreshadowing, a prophetic word talking about the Lord bringing the people back from the exile that is to come. Then picking up in verse four, it says, I will place shepherds over them who will tend them and they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. Then he says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, that's a capital B, a king, capital K, who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. So then the days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought Israel up out of Egypt. But they will now say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the descendants of Israel, up out of the land of the north and out of all of the countries where he had banished them. Then they will live in their own land. So up until this point, the people have referred to God by his miraculousness and the deliverance that he brought the people when he brought them out of Egypt. But from now on, they will refer to him as the God who brought the people up out of the land of the north, out of the land that they went into exile in. Then, starting in verse 9, he deals with the lying prophets. And it's, it says, concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me and all of my bones tremble. So it says this land is full of adulterers. Both prophet and priest are godless. And it says that the Lord is going to bring disaster on them because they are leading the people astray. So they're literally speaking the words that they want the people to hear, not what the Lord says. So it says in verse 15, therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the prophets. I will make them eat bitter food and drink poisoned water because from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has spread throughout the land. So he's saying what they are causing is what he's going to put into them, the bitter food and the poisoned water. The Lord says, don't listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you because they fill you with false hope. These prophets are lying and saying that they're not going to go into exile, which they truly are. It says in the second half of verse 16, they speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. The Lord says of these prophets that he did not send them and he did not speak to them. And yet they have prophesied anyway. Then picking up in verse 23, the Lord asks the rhetorical question. Am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? 
do I not fill the heaven and the earth, declares the Lord. So basically, I see everything that's happening. Do you think that I do not know what they are saying? It says, I have heard what the prophets say who prophesy lies in my name. They say, I had a dream. I had a dream. How long will this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? They think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name, just as their fathers forgot my name through Baal worship. Let the prophet who has a dream tell his dream, but let the one who has my words speak it faithfully. For what has straw to do with grain, declares the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, declares the Lord? and like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces. So this is the true word of God, symbolized in grain, fire, and hammer. Therefore, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who steal from one another's words, supposedly from me. Yes, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who wag their own tongues, and yet declare that the Lord declares. Indeed, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, declares the Lord. They tell them and lead my people astray with their reckless lies. Yet I did not send them or appoint them. They do not benefit these people in the least, declares the Lord. Then the rest of the chapter, picking up in verse 33, is a discussion of more on false prophets and also on the false oracles that they are speaking, saying this is an oracle from the Lord when it's not, saying this is a prophetic word from the Lord when it's not, that the Lord says, I will bring upon you everlasting disgrace, everlasting shame that will not be forgotten. And then moving on to chapter 24, it's entitled Two Baskets of Figs. After Jehoiachin, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the officials, the craftsmen, and the artisans of Judah were carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, the Lord showed me two baskets of figs placed in front of the temple of the Lord. And of course, that's Jeremiah speaking. One basket had very good figs, like those that ripen early. The other basket had very poor figs, so bad they could not be eaten. Then the Lord asked me, what do you see, Jeremiah? Figs, I answered. The good ones are very good, but the poor ones are so bad they cannot be eaten. Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Like these good figs, I regard as good the exiles from Judah, whom I sent away from this place to the land of the Babylonians. My eyes will watch over them for their good, and I will bring them back to this land. And then we get a reference again to chapter 1. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord. They will be my people, and I will be their God, for they will return to me with all their heart. And then he speaks to the poor figs. But like the poor figs, which are so bad they cannot be eaten, says the Lord, so will I deal with Zedekiah, king of Judah, his officials, and the survivors from Jerusalem, whether they remain in this land or live in Egypt. I will make them abhorrent, and an offense to all the kingdoms of the earth, a reproach and a byword, an object of ridicule and cursing, wherever I banish them. I will send them the sword, famine, and plague. I will send that against them until they are destroyed from the land I gave to them and their fathers. So a prophetic word that is both a blessing and a curse. 
that speaks good to the people, to the exiles that, that went away to the land of the Babylonians, the Lord says, I will bring them back and restore them. But then for the leaders, the ones that led the people astray, for Zedekiah, who was opposed to the Lord, complete and utter destruction. And that ends chapter 24. We will pick up next time in Jeremiah 25.